Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's ein Rhythmus, als gäb's ein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hello and welcome to Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga podcast. My, my name is Manuel Feit and I'm always, as always, joined by my co-host, Stefan Bienkowski. Stefan, I'm having difficulties talking, must be because it's early in the morning. But how's it going? <laughs> I'm doing very, very well. I'm also struggling to speak because that's I'm at the end of the day. That's just the weird kind of bizarre nature of our workloads. But yeah, we'll get through this in one piece, I'm pro- I promise. Yeah, I know. Uh, this is the the usual prediction podcast, uh, match day three. Um, yeah, let's jump right into it after this break. This episode of the Gegen Pressing Podcast is brought to you at Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events. The first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL. Combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information, from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today, or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code Believe50. That is B L E A V five zero Believe50 to receive your fifty percent welcome bonus on our first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. So yes, um, match day three uh, kicks off on Friday with Gladbach against Hertha. I have this as a two-one Gladbach victory. Um, I think I actually thought Gladbach looked pretty good against Schalke, um, mm. but un- until Hermann decided he was playing goalkeeper in his own penalty box. Um, and Schalke got that late penalty and made it 2-2. So I think Gladbach are finally going to get their first win here. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you. I've actually gone for 2-1 as well for Gladbach. I was very close to going for 2-0 because um, I, I just think I think Gladbach look okay right now. But more importantly, more than anything else, they just seem to be able to score goals. Two Rams already got two and two. Um, you know, we're seeing other players pick up goals and... I think they've now they're now sitting on five from the opening two games, which you know goals were kind of a struggle for them last year, to, more or less. You know, they've, and there's some concerns. Obviously, the strikers have already moved on as well. But as long as they're scoring goals, that's yeah. one part of the job done. And against a Hertha side, they look more or less pretty hopeless, in my opinion. Uh, I think this should be a relatively comfortable win for them. Yeah, and, and then. You know, a decent start to the season, all things considered. I think so too. Um, this game is so evenly matched when you look at the history of it. Um, 68 games, 25 wins, 25 wins, uh, sorry, 25, 26 um, wins for Gladbach, 25 wins for Hertha, 17 draws, and 107 to 105 goals. So mm. this has always been a close one. Um Gladbach dominated home, though. 
they have won the majority of games at home. He had that just with six wins out of 34, 10 draws. So, yeah, it should be, I mean, should be an interesting game. I, as I said, Gladbach will probably win this. Um, and Hertha, Hertha will con- continue to struggle at the start of the season. Um, the next game, Dortmund against Bremen. Erden Tesic, now nine games in a row that he has won. Um, I'm pretty sure this is going to continue here, Stefan. I went with a convincing 4-1 victory for Dortmund. Interesting. Um, I've also gone for a win for Dortmund just because, you know, in the first kind of opening two games, I don't think they've looked by any means uh, all-encompassing. I think there's still some notable flaws in their game, um, which I think bigger teams might be able to pick apart. But I, I, I do... I, and, and having said that, I still think they probably will win this game relatively comfortably. But there's still a kind of part of this Werder Bremen side that I think could cause problems. You know, in the opening two games, you know, they've picked up two draws against Wolfsburg and Stuttgart. And in both games, they've shown a real tenacity to get goals. Um, they just can't seem to hold on to leads. They can't seem to, you know, and then I think in the second game, they, they, they uh, conceded an early goal, which they fought back for. But you know, so I think Bremen do kind of have something about them. It could make things uncomfortable for Dortmund, but I don't think it's going to be an, a walk in the park for Dortmund. So mm-hmm. I've gone for a 2-0 win, which is kind of my bog standard. Yeah, they should win this um, with relative comfort, but I don't think it'll be a walk in the park. Yeah, I actually think that, okay, so I went with 4-1, but mm-hmm. my blueprint is kind of the Freiburg game for this. Mm that they they are going to figure it out eventually, but it's not going to look good necessarily throughout. Um, I have to actually compliment Terzic on his on his substitutions against Freiburg. He did bring on the win. Um, you know, he made the right decisions. And nine wins in a row is an, is an impressive figure. Um, mm. You know, I think it's the first Dortmund coach to have done that, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, um, good for him. Um Dortmund's home record against Bremen, uh, remarkable. 33 wins, uh, only lost 10 games, drew 10, 98 to 64 goals. So they do like to play against Werder Bremen at home, um, which you know further underlines that they're the favorites for this. The next game, Bayer Leverkusen against Hoffenheim. Um, I think Leverkusen are finally going to win a match this season. And um, they're going to beat um, Hoffenheim 3-1. And I think that's just because they have to. Because if they don't win this game, we might have a coaching casualty soon in this league. What is your thoughts on this? Yeah, more or less the exact same, actually. I've gone for a very narrow win for Leverkusen, 2-1 win. Um, I just kind of look at this Leverkusen team right now, and I just feel as though they're almost like a Formula 1 car that stalled at mm. the... You know, the, when the, what do they call in Formula 1 when the, the flag goes down the starting grid? I, I have no idea. Uh, but that bit... Lights out. <laughs> I think yeah, it's lights out, out. Yeah, yeah, I guess that you know, I, I still feel like they're probably the second or third best team in the division. Um, you know, we still see Patrick Schick score, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Herodeki gets sent off. What the set first game of the season? It's been, it's they've basically stalled um, on the starting block there. But I think they should get going against Hoffenheim, who haven't looked bad, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Um, decent result last weekend, but I just kind of feel like this is a good game for Leverkusen to kind of be like, right, come on, guys. If we don't start now, then 
the head coach is getting sacked and half of us are probably getting sold. So, um, to Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which Leverkusen are never above and beyond, to be honest. So, yeah, I've gone for a 2-1 win for Leverkusen. I just feel that if they don't win this, the next podcast that we're doing will be on Leverkusen because that's they have lost in the Pokal and then they lost their first two games of the season after being tipped by not just us, but everyone to be a challenger for not just the top four, but maybe the very top. And with the squad that they have, they really should be. So this is this is a pressure game for them. You know, in very in every in every means, and so yeah, have to win this. Otherwise, Gerardo Sione uh, might have to might have to pack up uh, and go back to Switzerland. Um, the next one, this is my match of the week, um, Stefan. Mm. Wolfsburg against Schalke. Um, wrote my my newsletter this week on Rodrigo Salazar, who I thought looked fantastic the first two games of the season. Um, he will be the key player for Schalke to keep um, to keep them in the league. Um, just a wonderful player to watch. His goal last week was just outstanding. Um, mm. And I think for Schalke too, um, I actually thought that they did quite well in their first two games. Of course, you know, a little bit unlucky with with the situations going against them and against Köln. And then in the second match, I think that, you know, coming back and getting a point and just seeing the 65,000s too in the arena, just it's just nice to have them back. It's just such a big club. And I know this year is going to be hard and difficult for them. But I actually think that they might get a result against Wolfsburg. And I went for another 2-2 draw for them. Oh, decent. Uh, again, bizarrely, we're kind of similar here. I think I completely agree with you about Schalke, but I think you could probably apply the same to Wolfsburg more or less. I thought they actually put on a decent performance against Bayern, all things considered, even though they lost 2-0. Two, two uh, the 2-2 two, two draw with Werder Bremen was a bit of a disappointment, but you know they've always got plenty of quality in that team to really kick on. Um, and as you said yourself, Schalke probably should, should have maybe picked up more points already this season. So I think we're probably looking at two teams who maybe feel a bit hard done by, who also have quality. Um, and yeah, I've gone for a 1-1 draw. Yeah, uh, this is, as I said, an interest, going to be a really interesting match to watch. Um, really looking forward to it. Schalke haven't beaten um, Wolfsburg in five games and they've lost the last four. Um, although you have to remember too, the the last two uh, was in that in that year where they got um, relegated um, amid all the COVID troubles, and one of those games was actually in the cup. But still, um, also also known as the Julian Draxler derby. Yeah, that's right. Do you you wrote something? On <laughs> no, it's not right. I, I completely made that up. <laughs> I think it's kind of fitting. <laughs> yeah, I don't think either club would really appreciate that, but we'll see. I feel like you learned. He may end up back. He may end up back in one of these clubs. You never know. Yeah, I think Schalke. I could totally yeah, see interesting. that. Um, remember when? I mean, this is this is kind of being nostalgic, but they kind of put him on all the billboards, and then they sold him for a record fee to to Wolfsburg, where he never really wanted mm. to be. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well. The famous, best, the good times, good times. Famous interview by Draxler. The best thing about Wolfsburg is the one-hour train journey to Berlin. Ouch. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, that's my match of the week. Um, should be an interesting watch. Um, our next game is Augsburg against Mainz. Uh, and I went for a 2-1 Mainz win here. 
This is ridiculous. I've literally got the exact same thing written down here. We say this every week, and listeners, I think, notice by now, we don't even talk about no. our predictions before we start recording. No. Uh, but yeah, this one has a 2-1 minds result written all over it for me. Yeah, easy. Uh, you know, um, I, yeah, I, I don't know if there's much to add about this, but I think I think Augsburg look okay, but they look very Augsburg-y. You know, they pick up results here and there. Uh, and I think mines look pretty decent as well. So I think it's only, I've got 2 1. I, I think it's going to be a very tight game. Yeah. Um, but I could easily go the other way, I must admit. Um, very little to pick between these two teams at the minute. But yeah, I've, got, I've gone for mines. Uh, and usually these games are tight when you look at the last few results. With one exception last year, uh, mines won their home game 4 1. But usually it's like a 2 1, 0 1, 3 1, 0 1, 2 1, 3 0. Um, yeah, so I think we're. We're probably there's probably a good reason why we both agree on this one. Uh, the next one, Stuttgart against Freiburg. This is a derby, by the way. Mm. Um, Baden-Württemberg derby, and I have this as a narrow two-one Freiburg victory, just because I think Freiburg have been look look great. They look great against Dortmund too. They should they probably could have won that game um, with a little bit of luck. So I, I went for a narrow victory for them here. Do you want to guess what I've gone for? Freiburg victory. 2-1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I completely agree with you. Um, even though they obviously lost to Dortmund last weekend, I thought Freiburg looked very good. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of the Stuttgart side, more or less. You know, they've done well to pick up two draws against, obviously got that draw against uh, Leipzig at the start of the, of the season. Uh, and then there were 2-2 draw with Werder Bremen last weekend. Um and as I've kind of said on recent shows, you know, if they can kind of hold on to their key players, I think they're probably a pretty decent mid-table side. Um, maybe not quite as good as Freiburg, and that's why I've gone for a narrow win for for Freiburg. Mm. Easy. Um, the next one is your match of the week, Union against RB Leipzig. This is the clash of East German cultures. Um, mm. Tradition... Union Berlin's like traditional club against someone planted a new club in in East Germany, uh, slapped the Red Bull label on it. I think this is this is the most opposite game that you can get in the Bundesliga, um, and I think it's also going to be one that's going to be quite tight. What's your thoughts on this games? Before I give you my result, because we're probably going to agree again. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's going to be a fantastic game. Um, I think Union Berlin are one of the best teams to watch right now. They're definitely one of the most exciting teams to watch. Uh, Pifok, the new striker up front, hit the ground running tremendously well. Um, but, uh, you know, there's also the kind of other side of this where Leipzig have really stumbled this season. Um, and that's what makes it quite interesting for me, to be perfectly honest with you. I think on the one side, you've got an Union Berlin side who are feeling very good about themselves because of, you know, the impressive season, uh, summer that they've had. Uh, and of course, probably still riding high off of last season's performances. Mm. Um, but on the other side, you also have this Leipzig team, which much like Leverkusen, have a real, had a real stalled start to the season. Um, and I really feel like if anything but a Leipzig win could begin, might begin to start hearing whispers about Tedesco's future at the club. Yeah. Um, so I've gone for a 3-2 win for this game uh, for Leipzig just because uh, I think it's going to be a fun match. I think it's going to be full of goals. Um, 
I also kind of feel like if that's the way it plays out, then I think Leipzig will probably ultimately be able to pick them off. Um, and they'll probably help the show lies out. <laughs> he's, he's out, but, uh, he's out, he's out with a suspension, which might actually be an advantage for Leipzig these days. So yeah, I've gone for three, two win for Leipzig. It looks like uh, Lima is back for this one too. Mm. Um, Olmo probably playing instead of Soboslai, which I agree with you. That's good news for Leipzig. Um, I went for a two-one Leipzig victory. So a um, little bit fewer goals, but just as tight as you predicted. So again, we're green. Um, yeah, I'm actually looking really forward to this game. It's usually a really interesting one. This is the top spiel as well, the Saturday night game mm. in, in Germany. And uh, it's going to come with the usual noise that this game brings along just because of, you know, that clash of culture. Um, people who follow the Bundesliga know what I mean. Um, Frankfurt against Köln. Um, I went for Frankfurt's first win here, 2-1. Interesting. Um, I think Cologne are going to steal this one, to be perfectly honest with you. Oh, we have a different um, prediction. Look at that. We do. We finally have a different prediction. Uh, <laughs> I think Frank. I think Frankfurt have been absolutely pants, <laughs> to be honest, at the start of the season, as we say in the UK. Um, I, I just, I think, I don't know what's going on with that team. I mean, I do know what's going on with that team. They've lost two of the key players in the summer. There's a huge transition going on. A number of the players are maybe still dining out on that Europa League win. Um, and on the other side, you have an SC Cone side who, as always, um, really hardworking, know exactly what they're about, know exactly how to pick up results. They've had a really good start to the season. You know, a very confident 3-1 win over Schalke, of course, helped in part by some refereeing decisions. But then they went on and picked up a strong 2-2 draw against Leipzig as well. So... Uh, I think they should be able to. I think they should be going to Frankfurt, trying to pick up all three points. I think it'll be a narrow game. I've I've gone for one nil win for Köln, uh, but uh, yeah, I think more um, turmoil for Frankfurt, unfortunately, right now. Mm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, this is the one where we differ. Um, see who's right in the end. Hmm. Um, one final game, Bayern uh, Bochum against Bayern. Bochum hosting Bayern. And um, I paused when I made my prediction because Bochum actually won their home game 4-2 last year. Mm. Um, I was at the first game. I was at actually Bayern against Bochum at the Allianz Arena. Um, this was this was a really great experience because this was one of the first games where they allowed attendance and it was only 25,000. So I had a lot of space to work <laughs> that day. <laughs> um I don't think Bochum are going to be able to repeat what they did last year um, at home. And I think Bayern are going to win this comfortably 3-1. Yeah, I unfortunately can't see anything different. This Bochum side seemed very different from the one that came up last season, uh, which was a very gritty team that seemed more than happy to kind of pick up um, big scalps week in, week out. Um and I don't know what's happened. I mean, they've obviously lost a few decent players on the team. So, I mean, that's probably the key thing. Uh, but I kind of fear for this Bochum side, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and at the moment, Bayern are kind of firing on all cylinders. So I've gone for a very comfortable 3-0 win. And I would just like to thank the Bundesliga for sticking this game on late on a Sunday. So we can all sit there with one eye watching it, one eye falling asleep on the couch, because we all know exactly how it's going to go. Yeah, exactly. Like this is the reason why no one watches the Bundesliga anymore, right? Because we all know how it ends. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey, maybe Bayern should start a goal down. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. That'd be a really good idea, wouldn't it? Or all the other clubs should give their best players to Dortmund. Yeah. Which or, is not what they already are pretty much yeah. doing. But <laughs> or here's another or here's another idea. Why don't we scrap fifty plus one and let some dubious characters from all over the world buy up all the football clubs for sports washing reasons. Maybe that way we'll have a fun league and people can actually watch and write about it. Yeah. Isn't that what Serie A did? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. Um, Enough of that. I think those people know what we're referring to. Um, I think The Athletic got its fair share of criticism on that article, uh, rightly so. Anyhow, Stefan, that's our prediction for this week. Um, as always, the show is brought to you by Bet Online, and we'll be back with our regular podcast next week. Until then, auf Wiedersehen. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.